Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Out of the two of you, which one actually knows me? Because I have a feeling neither of you listen to me most of the time. So I just wanted to what? throw it. Quiz. Yeah, exactly. What's <laughs> Sorry, I was just getting. Oh, here. shut up. Is that Pantene? Well, JJ, what did you say? Are you using Pantene these no, days? No, what did you say before that? Ow. I like that a lot. Do you? <laughs> yeah. A little purr growl? <laughs> well, I like the compliments. I'm not oh. going to lie. All right. <laughs> girl's uh, feel, your, your girl's feeling thirsty. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh. You, got a, you got a guy who's putting out. Yeah, no, and he's always complimenting me. Just sometimes, you know, you want to hear it from everywhere. Fuck, who doesn't want it? JJ, you you look fantastic. Look at those muscles. Doesn't that feel good to hear? Yeah. Not from you, oh, not particularly, because I know you're okay. bullshitting. Uh, we have a sp- hi, everybody. Welcome to hi. Unfiltered with JJ and Melanie, episode 77. Uh, Ooh, 77. Four. Uh, this will be the last episode of uh, the season. We're going to take a few weeks off for summer. There's someone knocking on our door right now. Let me let them in. We have a special guest okay. on the podcast today. Who could it be? Hello. Somebody who doesn't know how to work their camera properly because they're all <laughs> sideways. Hey, you guys. Hey. hey. Who is this? We're recording already, Chris. Oh, are we? Whoa. All right. And you're, and you're sideways. Oh, do you want me to be the other way? Uh, you can be sideways. <laughs> well, it'll look a little weird for the Sorry, audience. Okay. So maybe turn it if you can. Yeah, hang on. Let me just. Uh... So while he's fucking around with his camera. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bodden is my other co-host. Yes. The other man. He's well, the other man o- in my life. Your only co-host. I could. I can only imagine how this poor guy feels when you're like my other co. You only got the one. I'm not like the other guy. You're not two timing on him. Well, okay, but you he and is I your current and main co-host on I'm the radio who you do a silly <laughs> podcast with. Okay, you're my co-host on the podcast and JJ and I used to co-host. So I mean, like I still but I still Chris is the same. Chris. No, oh, what? there he is. We all Hi. go. Sideways. Oh, there yeah, he is. there he is. <laughs> is that better? Much yes. better. Okay, what if I do this? This you is, guys were upside down. Is that better? This is totally yes. This you're good. All, all great. This is totally like a Zoom live session. How do I? Is that? Am I on? Can I? How yeah, do I let you I in? How it do feels I, like a work I, conference. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How uh, are you, man? Welcome to the podcast. This is thanks, your first guys. Thanks time for having visiting me. us. What's that? Sorry. I say this is your first time visiting us. Yeah, I know. Honestly, uh, I, I, I was feeling bad that I had to bail on you last week and uh, uh, I was excited to be on. You guys don't have guests on very often, so I'm honored. Thanks. Ah, such Thank a good you. guy. I love you, Chris. You're so sweet. Oh, and Where Chris are your too. headphones and all your shit? Where's your studio? Chris bought it. My studio in- is still in boxes. We just moved, so I'm on my oh. phone. Oh, OK. We don't even have Internet right now. 
Oh shit! Oh. You're running on like it's a whole thing. Yeah. How many oh, how yeah. many bars are on your phone right now? Are you gonna last? Uh, yeah, I got I got four bars. Okay, cool. Should yeah. be all right. Good. Yeah. So, uh, Chris Bodden is like I was trying to say. He is uh, my co-host. We've been working together for what, like three years now, Chris? Is it three? I believe it's four, Mel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to be passing through. It'll be just a minute. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, I was okay. here a year before. I was here in Barrie a year before, year and a half before Melanie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I w- believe that I also said the same thing, Mel. Yeah, I'm just yeah. here for a stopover. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm familiar with that. I, I seem to recall have- having same aspirations when I was teamed up with Melanie. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bounce as soon as I can. <laughs> okay. This Ten is years not, later. <laughs> this is not a roast Melanie session. No, no isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's not? I thought that's what, I thought oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear all the roasts, although it's fine. I'm totally okay with it. Um, But Chris, you like before Barry, so you like just, uh, you've got quite the background in radio though. This is your thing. This is your stick. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, like a journeyman. You know how like in baseball or hockey, there's like journeyman hockey players who just get traded around to various teams. That's kind of like been my the taste of my career. You know, I've been like, oh, I'm in Kingston. Oh, I'm in Hamilton. Oh, I'm back in Kingston. Right. Uh, you know, like I'm jumping around all over Ontario. Yeah. Um, you know. But now you guys this have is actually made, you guys have made sorry. quite a name for yourselves up in Barrie, number one morning show in the region. <laughs> what who said that yeah <laughs> listen okay so what <laughs> let's be serious for a second on who <laughs> listens to our show um we just had some really great results recently where we finally are beating the local christian rock station hey, hey that's, that's dynamite <laughs> nice yes raise the roof and when i was we're, here, we're beating we jesus <laughs> when i was here five it'll be my five years since we launched this station in august and when we launched the station it was oh it wouldn't be great if we had these numbers right well guess what these numbers finally came in five nice. years later yeah. <laughs> hey, congratulations to the both of you that's it's not easy, and it's not easy to achieve a lot of times you'll get these programmers not to go all you know inside baseball here but you'll get these programmers will be like yeah we're at a 0.1 share right now i figure get you guys up to a three share in six months and you're like you're so you know happy initially because you got a job and you're like yeah. yeah we'll make that happen and then five years later it's like fuck <laughs> Yeah, it was a grind to get there. Yeah, it it ain't easy. It ain't easy. People do not like to change their listening habits. So congratulations. I think that's that's huge for you guys. Yeah, Yeah, we're we're content, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Chris, he's also a stand-up comedian. Did you know that, JJ? I did. Yeah, okay. So you you obviously haven't been on the circuit for like a minute. I was going to say it's two years removed since I did a stand-up comedy show, you know, because of this little mm. thing you might've heard about. It's called the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes, normally I would be actually our new place that we just moved to has this massive back deck and I put it on my Instagram and uh, a comedian friend of mine does this thing, the backyard comedy tour where he's going, mm. to, going around Ontario to different people's backyards and doing stand-up. And he, he sent me a DM and he's like, yo, we got to do a back deck comedy show. And I mentioned it like for two seconds to my wife and she's like, the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Because on top of all these things, uh, you're also a new dad. Yeah. 
Uh, thanks. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I, That's amazing. Wonderful. Just, uh, Brand spanking new dad. She's rocking. Oh, there she is. Adorbs. Hello. And your wife. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Lisa's back there putting stuff away. Oh, oh yeah. And Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that that was actually pretty good because um, Chris also has a podcast and he introduced um, Blair to the world via the podcast. And it's good that she's sitting down this time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he almost dropped her. So the, the first introduction, he put her up to the video to show you can go and check out his podcast and see the video. But he legit tried to, like, show the world uh, his baby. And she was all like, ah, <laughs> it wasn't a great start. It wasn't a great start, Chris. You I'm not up that's the when, I pose. Told, when I told Lisa <laughs> I was coming on your guys podcast tonight, uh, she was like, great. And I was like, and and Melanie said that it'd be great if I had Blair or that's the name of our daughter. Uh, it'd be great if I had Blair on camera too. And she just looked at me. She's like, not after last time. So she's in the chair. And yeah, I, I like, I folded her up like a lawn chair oh, or like yeah. an accordion or something. Yeah. Anyways, she made it. She's okay. Yeah. It's going to happen. Ba babies are slippery. They fall. Yeah, they are, right? <laughs> yeah. Crazy slippery. What the fuck? It uh, wasn't my fault. She was slippery, Vaseline and all this shit. You got to put on them. So Man, I, the amount of like stuff uh, that we got, we got like this baby oil and that baby oil. This yeah. is the after bath baby oil. This yeah. is the before bed baby oil. This is the good morning foot rub baby oil. We got it. Totally. Yeah. Gotta keep, gotta keep them lubed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting lubed up was the was the problem, I think. That's, That's where it started, doing, but... didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Chris, you're all brand new at this. Are you gonna do it again or are you done? Is it like one and no, done? No, I I have already seen a vasectomy consultant. Yeah. Um and the only reason I haven't probably got it done by now is that there's a wait list and it's also non-essential surgery. Therefore, uh you can't do that right now because of the pandemic. Right. Um but I did see the consultant and he had me into his office and he had me drop trial. He need to, he, I didn't, I didn't know he was this big a deal. Like he inspected me uh, and like, he, he grabbed my boys. Like yeah. he tugged them in opposite directions. And I was like, ah, oh, I think he crushed them. Like, I think he did the job right then and there. I don't think I need to go for the actual surgery now. Well, believe me, that is, is not uh, the worst of it when you're in the process the smell of your own flesh, ball flesh being cauterized is not the easiest thing to uh, stomach or maintain. And we'll give you nice. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't good. So it's you've bad. had it, JJ? Oh, yeah. You've had the oh, yeah. 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 It's nice. It's horrendous. And my dude was on the phone. He's with this and, you know, cauterizing my seminal. My vast, definitely. My, my sperm <laughs> pipes and uh, on the phone. <laughs> With his other hand, it's like he was not paying attention. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm almost done here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what though? I would be more oh, confident with a guy who's like a near Uber driver, you know, with his earpiece in, talking to his cousin or whatever while he's while he's cauterizing your vast death. Yeah, it'd be, be it's way better than if he's on the phone with tech support, being like, "Okay, so which wire do I cross here? Which like like it's a that's bomb." More concerning to me. Yeah. That's way more concerning. Uh, also, oh. be prepared to, uh, <clears throat> if I may, come blood for the first little while after. You oh, I remember you that. saying that, Jay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucked up, dude. It is fucked up. So heads up. that's gonna. Be I shot puffs too. of smoke before, but never blood. <laughs> smoke. 
Yeah. What? <laughs> well, that's how we ended up in this situation. I oh, was so I unhealthy in my 20s. I was like pushing 500 pounds and and like, you know, and just not a very healthy person in my 20s and early 30s. And uh, and I figured I was shooting puffs of smoke because I was so unhealthy at those right. in those times. So the fact that we have a baby is a pure miracle. <laughs> well, congratulations again. I know you didn't nice. ask for it, but um, I have some unsolicited advice for you. Wait. I heard your last podcast. I was going to say, advice. <laughs> do yeah. you actually want the unsolicited advice, though, Chris? I don't get uppity about the unsolicited advice because because, uh, you know, I'm 40. I'm first time dad at 40. So everybody's got their own take on it. And I've yeah. heard it. I've heard a lot of different takes. So if you can offer me something. No, that's OK, honey. You do the honors and feed her. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I you know, I, I, I'm willing to always pay attention in case there's something I haven't heard before, because that's the thing. Right. All my friends in their 20s and 30s have already done all this. Like they're laughing at me now yeah. because I'm 40 having a baby. Right. So I've, I've heard a lot of advice. But yeah, bring it on, man. Bring on the unsolicited well, it's, it, advice. It's, le it's less advice and more observations. A couple of things you're going to notice right out the box. One, this sounds serious. You're going to look at strippers in a whole new light, especially because you have a daughter. Strippers do not land the way they used to. I'm telling you, it's a whole other thing. Strippers will make you sad now. Sad, like deep down. You're well, they so always be like, they oh. always made me sad. Yeah. Yeah, now, they always did. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Me, no, fortunately. I mean, it's, it's all, it's a whole other vibe in, in strip joints. I just, I, I was that guy when I was like 21 and like 22 and like all my friends were going to like strip clubs and it was cool or whatever. Yeah. And, and I remember just being like, guys, like she's not a, she's not in med school. Like yeah. that's a total lie. Like, yeah. you know, like she's going home to hit the crack pipe. Like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was no. Mr. Realism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life of the party. She's <laughs> Um, yeah, stripper. I used my philosophy used to be, well, yeah, strippers happen, but uh, not not so much. Anymore. I remember that being a big thing for you. Yeah. We talked about it early on that strippers, it's somebody's daughter now. And you're yeah. looking at your little one like, mm -hmm. shit, that could yeah. be mine. Yeah. You know, well, uh, there's, there's a lot of strippers out there because there's a lot of bad dads out there. Yes, for sure. There is a correlation. It it mm -hmm. that's my my second point is is whether you want to believe it or not your daughter is a reflection of you in some capacity so you know like chris rock says keep her off the pole yeah Shit. i'm gonna have to have that conversation with my dad and be like all your fault <laughs> you're a success you never landed on the pole Looking close. Get your camera to the other side. What's going on? On the other side? Yeah. Yeah. What's it's on the other pretty <laughs> close right now. It's pretty close. Um, also, you're, you're going to notice um, how much people, this is what I've noticed lately. My kids are a bit older. They're uh, nine and, and, and 10. Uh, you're going to notice how much people just don't give a shit about cursing in front of children. It's I've been that guy. Totally a thing, and you're like, "What the fuck?" There's kids here. Don't you care? And people just don't give a shit anymore about cur cursing in front of kids. Yeah, I remember. I, you know, when a buddy of mine's uh, daughter was just getting to be like maybe six or seven, and just you know being able to like interpret words and and yeah. ask questions about what does that mean. Yeah, I dropped the term cock meat in front <laughs> of her 
uh and like yeah you know like uh in what yeah. what why what, what kind what of context <laughs> required cock meat chris well we were Ever. discussing diet we were discussing diet and i was like you know you know i, I heard if you eat like an excess of almonds and different types of uh different legumes that it could help your cock meat situation like it could help thicken your cock meat uh was i believe i believe this is like years ago but right. it was something to that effect maybe yeah. it wasn't almonds maybe it was something else but you're also a, a doctor on the side obviously. oh god <laughs> yeah i know i i recommend zinc and tonic water to cure covid oh hey no but i heard zinc for the dink is that true that's a thing right yes okay i'm like it, it helps zinc yeah. for the dink yeah ottawa taught me that yeah it's it's uh that's yeah. a thing okay Totally. Is that why Ottawa's package is so nice? Is because he takes zinc tablets or? I don't know, but I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Unofficial advice. Take zinc for the dink. That's what he says. Zinc, zinc for the dink. Uh, but seriously, for, for yeah. like to improve your cock meat or to improve the shock? I don't know. I really oh. don't know the details. Y'all, I'm sure you can ask Mr. Uh, Google there. I, have, yeah. I don't know what the details are. It's, that's what he okay. says. Ottawa, DM me. <laughs> uh, last little thing I saw on your, your Instagram that uh, your child has uh, projectile poops, which, which is a thing. Um, so, but what I want to tell you is uh, you may think your hands are clean after cleaning a diaper. Always look under your ring. Always look under people forget. People forget, they think, oh, my hands are washed, but shit get, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smell, <laughs> Smell that ring. <laughs> exactly. Put that over there for yes. a second. Yeah, you forgot about the ring, eh? Yeah, there's actually a yellow ring on my <laughs> finger now underneath the ring. That's uh, lovely. And it ain't nothing. And, and I don't smoke cigarettes, yeah. so it's definitely. <laughs> I've been on Chris about this um, because he's posted a lot about her gas. Yeah. And um, now he's publicly posted her poop. And uh, I've been kind of razzing him about it. Like this, this uh, little girl, when she's a teen, is going to be like, Dad, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. Because now that's out there in the world, you know? And her future boyfriend will just be like, oh, who's your dad? Oh, let me just go stalk his Facebook page. <laughs> and he's going to see all that. I would yeah. kill my dad. I would kill him. So... I will. I have two things for that. First of all, uh, a guy's gonna think twice about going for the A if he sees that photo. Oh my god! Like, but is that your whole plan? He's gonna think twice about butt stuff with my daughter. Oh god! And then two, two. I think he's really gonna said 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 suitor would have to dig pretty deep because think about that's sixteen years from now. I mean, yeah, I, I, hope six, I hope 16 years from now, but who at knows? At least, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, but like, is Facebook or is Instagram, is Twitter even going to be a thing? Like, is it going to be the equivalent of MySpace in Dude, 16 I was years? Say, who knows? Like, but still, your MySpace shit was still up there until just a few years ago. Isn't yeah, it but still looked somewhere? At it. But nobody looked at that. Well, so, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, I can tell you from my band demos from 2003 2004 my garage band we had a myspace page nobody looked at those nobody's oh. no nah, nobody's headed there man i don't know i feel like they're gonna live forever and at some point that's gonna happen like it might it's you like know and it might post pictures of you with the terrible haircut only this is her actual poop like yeah. it's the whole thing 
It's a lot. <laughs> I I guess I just you know you know me I don't think about that far ahead about things, Melanie. Like yeah, you know, know this. Yeah. yeah, you know this about me. So yeah. you know, all all I'll do in sixteen years if it's a problem is just you know apologize and beg forgiveness, like I do with everything else. <laughs> That's Chris, a good philosophy. Chris gives you that like sweet thing, like oh sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like, buddy. Ah, fuck. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> this is Can I play some bagpipes yeah. for you and <laughs> smooth things over. We actually yeah. talked about this on the show this morning um, because we were talking about the whole Britney thing. Obviously, I mean it's just a wild, wild story, and yeah. Chris. Um, I thought was, uh, I'll say man enough to uh, own up to some of the shit that he used to say, because I yes. brought up the fact that, you know, so many people used to make fun of Britney Spears and as she was going through the breakdown and, um, you know, I think a lot of people will now be pandering and, oh, poor Britney, like those oh, same yeah. backpedaling were, talking shit. Oh, right. Totally. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean. Sure. people on the air and you know magazines like us weekly they were hashtagging free britney and i'm like you were the magazines that were yeah. destroying her you know yeah um but chris you had said that you had made fun of her back in the yeah, day yeah totally i did yeah i mean like here's the thing like like 70% of the world made fun of her so mm -hmm. now for and so it bothers me like i want to put that out there to like lead the charge yeah. on like hey like I said this shit and I know half of you said it too. So like, stop mm -hmm. bullshitting, you know, and I'll admit right. that, you know, okay. In hindsight, maybe it wasn't all that sensitive. I also went to town on Charlie Sheen back in the day too, when he was having his crazy wizard meltdown, where he's a tiger mm -hmm. wizard or whatever he was calling himself. I mean, that's just what you did yeah. back then. Cultures changed now. And, and, and I'm like 10% more sensitive um <laughs> at best but still like enough that i can admit when i was wrong about something and yeah. when i can see somebody who's struggling or has been struggling secretly for years as we found out with britney yeah i'm the first one to admit it yeah for sure i it sucks and it was shitty that i did that you know yeah. i probably still i mean if i took a time machine back and i was the same guy back then i'd probably still do it again but like i still feel bad yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think there, there needs to be that that grace as with uh, other things, social things that are happening right now. Give people the opportunity to uh, uh, repent, ask forgiveness and learn and go forward a better person. I, I think you need that. Or then what's what's the point of ever apologizing? Mm -hmm. What are apologies mm -hmm. for if if you can't uh, be taken yeah. a second chance, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I well, agree. The, the thing that irks me, though, and the reason and I'm sure a lot of people see feel like that when they see things like Us Weekly posting like they're in support of her all of a sudden, you know, Justin yeah. Timberlake, I'm supporting her all of a sudden. Mm. Like yeah, Justin tore her down just as bad as anyone exactly. else. Like, where were you then? You know, how do you not know this stuff? How quickly it's, we forget our number one hit Crimea River. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, come on. Yeah. That whole thing, though. Did you listen to the tapes, JJ? No, I didn't. All I I just saw a report on everything that's going on with her right now. And her mm -hmm. I heard them. Yeah. Well, well, I heard them through Melanie listening to them. Uh, and yeah, they they were. I mean, I listened to them. I'm like, she's legit. Like, you know, when Christine Blase Ford was uh, testifying because of the Supreme Court in the United States about uh, that Brett Kavanaugh who was he did become a Supreme Court judge in the U.S. But you know, when she got on the stand, and it's like you watched her testimony, and you're like, she's not making that up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless she's the best actress of all time, in which case she'd be in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, then then no, she's not making that up. And I listen to those tapes of Britney and I'm like, no, that that's for real. That has all happened to her. And I believe every second of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. I think it's like a little more shocking to hear like how, you know, obviously like the main points that I mean, everyone's already hit, but like um, the IUD situation, she has no autonomy over her own body. She couldn't choose to have a child if she wanted to, couldn't get an IUD out. Like this is like real life slave shit, you know, like we're. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be like, I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, and I'm thinking as a daughter, you know, just that's your dad doing that to you. Like we just finished talking about, you know, I think of my dad as a hero, your brand new dad, Chris, like, you know, it just putting yourself in that position. I don't know if money fucks people like that, but to do that to your own daughter, like, I just, Oh, there are, there are R Kelly victims who are like, Oh shit, that sucks. Yeah. You know, yeah, like there are there are people out there who have had pretty, a r- pretty rough go being like, ooh, that's as bad, you know, yeah. as what I had to go through. Right. The Jacksons yeah. are all like, holy shit, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is that tasteless? I don't know. <laughs> no, not in my no. But not I mean, it's book. it's uh, and a lot of people are saying to you, like, um, you like just, you know, everybody, everybody's got a fucking hot take. And, you know, everyone's like talking about her mental health. So that's mm. the big thing that's coming up that, you know she's grown and she's almost 40 now and like her mental health is in a different place but still even saying that I hate people saying that because we don't know there's no confirmation that anything she was diagnosed with anything we don't know her personal life we don't know if she was actually having a mental health breakdown she had some alleged um, addiction stuff going on we don't even know for sure. Yeah. So everyone who's like protecting her is, you know, the view they were talking about it today. Everyone's talking about it. And it's like, well, she went through this mental health breakdown. You don't really know if that's what happened. So even saying that right now is dangerous, yeah. you know? And I'm like, to me, I said it to Chris on the air this morning. I think we talked about that back in the day. I felt like when she shaved her head and she did the things that she did, it was because she didn't want to sell her body anymore for her dad you know it's like she wanted to disrupt the the image that 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 her dad was creating for her as an act of rebellion Mm. so was that an actual mental breakdown maybe not like it was probably so deliberate and i mean i'm just guessing but obviously but i mean we can't say that there was an actual mental health breakdown but it was Um, so easy for the media or the tabloids or for the Chris's of the world to uh you know to immediately go to "Ah, she done lost her mind mm -hmm. you know like it was so easy to make that jump you know yeah I feel like it was a big fuck you to her dad at the time that's what I feel like and you know based on that testimony yesterday she said you know like I've been working for them like making all this money and they own every part of me like it's awful i can't even believe that's a like allowed (laughs) yeah i mean that's the thing that's really messed up and i was toying with the idea like you know i've I've had to put a few nice pictures of my baby on online you know like obviously there's the poop pictures but i put some pretty cute ones and like we had a photo shoot the other day which i haven't put those pictures up and like she looks incredible like she's the cutest little thing ever and i was toying with the idea sitting staring at the wall and i'm like i wonder if we could get her to be a baby model. Like, I wonder about that. Like we could use some cash flow right now, right? you know, maybe, but then I was like, no. And then I was like, I literally said, I don't want to be Lindsay Lohan's dad. I don't want to be Macaulay Culkin's parents. I don't want to be Britney Spears dad. Yeah. That was the immediate response that I got back. So I guess this is growing up. Yeah. Right. Uh, my wife won't let me do it. I, my daughter's in a movie and uh, I kind of did it not behind my wife's back, but 
without her knowing, um, I, uh, uh, you know, sent in some pictures and whatnot uh, to this casting agent. And uh, I was shocked that they were like, yeah, we want her in, in the, the flick. And uh, my wife was like, it's going to be one and done. We're not going down this route. It's not going to be a thing. And uh, in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should not have done that. My, you know, my daughter was super excited to, to be a part of it, but that world, I mean, it's, it, it uh, um, nurtures a, a certain kind of personality and a certain kind of, for lack of a better term, damage can potentially come from, from that type of world and the influence and the money. And the, I like to think I'm a better person than Britney Spears' dad or Joe Jackson, but you never know, you know, people get put in these situations well, where you start talking about millions of dollars and, and, and just you know, one more, you know, it, it like, would be please. easy to, to immediately see them quickly. If the millions are pouring in, like mm-hmm. if you're a movie star, like Macaulay Culkin, or you're a, a pop star, like Michael Jackson, you know, like it would be easy to just start looking at them as, as income, as yeah. your, you know, like at your, like a pimp would look at their process. Totally. You know? At some point that that switch happens where it's like, this isn't my child. This is my my business, my income, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like so. when it's millions of dollars and they're invested, they're all the way in, you know, they've got, I don't know what expense on the back. Like that's what they're thinking about. It's, uh, my daughter, I, I had her in modeling when she was young too. And it was a, such a commitment for parents. Like any, that that's the problem too with it is as a, I think I can't speak for all, but most parents who have their children in stuff like that, it becomes your job too. You got to drive them there. You Mm got to do the auditions. You have to stay with them all day. These are like Mm -hmm. 14, 15 hour days. So you're really not working. So they're, they are working for the family. You kind of don't have a choice. And that's why I pulled mine out. I was like, I can't do this. I, it's too much of a commitment. She's going to have to decide later on in life if she wants to continue with it. Yeah. And what you just said there, I could see the potential for a parent to start thinking, well, I'm working just as hard as she is. Yeah. I'm entitled to the, and then you start to, you know, talk yourself into some totally. lunacy. Um, and then <laughs> when they become teenagers and it's getting closer to them taking over their own money and mm-hmm. parents and teenagers have those relationships. And then the parents, parents are, parents are like, Oh shit, I hope they don't cut me off. Cause they're my bread and butter. And it just turns to, you know, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, well, and and also yeah. it's, you know, just child stars in general, no matter whether it's movies or TV or music or, or whatever, modeling, yeah. it mm-hmm. never, modeling, yeah, it never works out well. They never yeah. have a good life. Have you, like, we've done this before, Melanie and I, a long time ago, a couple of years ago on the show, we were talking about child stars and, and like, we we're trying to come up with like some child stars that turned out okay, like Ron Howard you know, Opie yeah. from, you know, uh, oh, what was that old black Andy Griffith show, mm-hmm. you know, he turned into a world-class movie director and, and happy days and, yeah. you know, and, and he's probably the most normal child star you'll ever meet. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like, think of it, the Corey's Feldman. Yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. you go down the list of child stars, it's never been good. R- River Phoenix off himself, you know, I mean, yeah. like, you know, drugs and everything. So there's so many pitfalls there that, I mean, I would panic 
to put my kid into that kind of situation. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, you know, and I, working in the, in this career, we've had a lot of opportunity to interview, um, some really, really big stars and, um, you know, well, good for you. Cause <laughs> Chris, well, not as much. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I, I have some you? big, I have some big Canadian stars. Yes, but yeah, not, some, big, not big stars. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there's something, um, I don't know, like we've had, some of the biggest and they were so kind, like Beyonce. Beyonce was super kind. I always go back to her, but she's super kind. Janet Jackson, super kind. But drop another one. Um, <laughs> John Legend. Oh, yeah. Super kind. Super kind. Oh, Enrique, yeah. Enrique Iglesias. Who's hot the as guy fuck. from uh, hot NCIS? As fuck. Who's the guy uh, from NCIS? Oh, fuck. Or no, oh, from Criminal Minds. Oh, that. JJ, you'll remember that. What's his name? My mom's obsession. The one that was trying to date me there. Oh, uh, Shamar Shamar Moore. Moore. Yes. Yes. He's a, well, I've already said it. He's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, like they're all like most of them. There's uh, Adam Levine was a bit of a douchebag. Do you remember him? You can't stop dropping names, can I, you? I'm having, I'm having fun dropping names right now. I'm allowed. It's okay. Adam Levine, a douchebag? Never would have guessed. I do. Ha- I do have a fucking point here. Okay? So <laughs> <What>? fuck you. <laughs> but yes, I don't mind sharing that. Um, but no, he was a bit douchey. Um, but there is what I was trying to say is that there is this like weird energy around them. It doesn't matter how nice they're trying to be or down to earth. They are not in a normal world. No, like, yeah. no way as a human being getting all like primped and propped and touched. And, you know, all the time, everyone's making you perfect. Everything is yes. You have all access to everything in the world. Everyone's screaming for you. There is no way you can be normal. You yeah. cannot. You can be the most grounded, centered person in the world, be meditating fucking all day long. You will ne- you there's just this weird energy around them and you I for me always felt it in the room. Yeah. Didn't get starstruck but had this like kind of nervousness like oh, they are not like me at all. Like Yeah. <laughs> They're on a different level. Same plane. Like it's just like next level shit. And they all try to be kind, but you can sense this thing about them. Yeah. You know, and it so it changes. Like to me, I guess as a parent, I worried about that too. Like I'm scared of what that she would become like. You know, that's scary. It's a totally different person. Yeah. Yeah. I um in the same vein. Uh, I feel like uh, here's here's a star that I did interview. If we're just name dropping, Cheryl Crow. There's a, hey. there's, a household, there's a household name. That there you go. Nice. Um, and I remember thinking at the time that I remember at first everyone's like, "Oh, she's so down to earth." Like everyone who's in the room for the interview, right? But she also requested no photos. This is before, like, this is early radio, like before the internet was a thing, and, and yeah. you had to have a photo, or you had to have an Instagram, or you had yeah. to have. Like that wasn't even Facebook. I don't even think this is MySpace days probably. <laughs> and, and I remember she was like, no photographs. And I was like, but it was done through her management to our promo people. So it was, it wasn't her saying that to us. Right. But then she came in and she was so nice and everyone's like, Oh, she's so down to earth. But I got the vibe that she looked in the mirror in her dressing room before she came for the interview. Uh, Cause it was at the arena that she was performing in. 
And, uh, and I think she just looked in the mirror and said, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be so down to earth. You know what I mean? I felt like, I felt she like. Talked herself that, into it. Be yeah, she, real, be real, be real, be real. Sure real. <laughs> but I think a lot of big stars oh, are hilarious. like that. Like they live on this secondary plane, this other level of, of life and lifestyle yeah. that they have to remind themselves or put themselves into that mentality to be normal when they're coming to meet normal people, if you yeah. will. Like they really yeah. are the aliens on, on this planet. Earth it's true. Aliens. I was listening to a very wealthy woman. She does a I won't name drop, but <laughs> she's very wealthy. She's a Thank celebrity. you for your restraint. <laughs> I don't see why is why there's did no. Did you interview that, her, Melanie? I did not. <laughs> I sh- I'm proud of that stuff. Um, but yeah, like and she was talking about the woman who recently uh, woke up and she had a billion dollars in her account. Oh shit! I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear this Let's story? Talk about oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she woke up and she had a billion, one billion dollars in her account. Wow. She's an older lady. I think she was in, from Florida, and um, of course, she, I was just gonna say. Yeah. She thought she only had twenty dollars, so she went to take out the twenty, and then that was the receipt. And she's been trying to get a hold of the bank. Um, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, Chase, I think it is. And they haven't returned her calls and she still has this billion dollars in there. But the girl who was talking about it, who happens to be famous and wealthy, said, can you imagine having like just $20 in your account, though? Like, wow. Oh, I you mean, was like, like most people. In that's the world. what I said. I'm like, yo, bitch, I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now. You've never had like, to go to couch cushions to find gas money. That's Do you know what I mean? I was like, wow. And and I'm and that it reiterating how out of touch. Yeah. You know, it's it's not bashing or whatever. It's just the reality of when you're elevated like that by society. Everyone's looking up at you and putting you on this pedestal and you're just so this and that and giving you fucking money. You forget that. Yeah, people have 20 bucks in their account like that fucking happens. And when you're that at that level too, like, let's say of fame, Mm -hmm. think about all the free stuff that rolls in. Oh God! Like, yeah. do you think George Clooney buys his own Nespresso pods? No, you know, like <laughs> he's I got mean, those for life, baby. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, think about the free stuff that rolls in. Like, we have to pay for Nespresso pods, like everyone else in this household. You yeah. know, we got to buy this. We got to buy. We got to, you know. But all that just all of a sudden just starts rolling in at you yeah. nonstop. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I wish I could be like Joe Rogan and just get a new Traeger grill on my deck, like <laughs> just for mentioning them once. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah. We try it all the time on this yeah, podcast. We don't get any. <laughs> well, let me. Can I try it right now? Yeah, go ahead. I love the Audi A4S line. Oh it's yeah, that's fantastic. a good one. Fantastic. <laughs> part of the Audi fam. If you get an Audi and we don't, I'll be pissed. Well, I've got one actually, but well, if you yeah, just, he does. But I've <laughs> driven it up and down the 400 for two years solid. It's got two years of stone chips, and the paint's all effed up on it, and it's no, burning shit. oil. It's time for it's uh, it's going to be my I'm never going to own an Audi ever again. So I got to I was trying to get a free one there. See if I can get a second one. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're try- we, yeah, it's we're trying to get free tequila and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Yet, nope. I don't think you're. Nope. Getting we got one free can of beer. Today, <laughs> yeah, we though. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one. nice. Yeah, I kind of miss that about radio, the free beer that we, we get a lot of free beer back in the this day. Yeah. Our first can. Chris and I have talked about that a few times because um, just for reference, Chris, you haven't worked in Toronto radio. Well, I did. Uh, I'd do, be like, uh, I'm like, Chris, you haven't been in Toronto. But 
there's a, I think a big difference. Uh, like yeah. just you, there's so much free shit when you're working in Toronto. Yeah. I got a taste of it a little bit. Uh, Hamilton was pretty good. Uh, oh, Hamilton. Okay. And it, again, like, again, we're after different things. So like when I worked at radio stations, like in Hamilton, especially if I just got my hands on like, like free whiskey, free concert tickets. Like that was really all I cared about. Yeah. And I got my fill. Like I got my fill of concert tickets and backstage yeah. and all that what, stuff. What like, were you at Y10, Y108? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did afternoons there for a couple of years. In that, that the building on Main? Yeah. Main and Longwood. Yeah. Y108 World Headquarters. I worked in that building too. The old yeah. energy building. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So speaking of uh, radio, uh, now that we've kind of transitioned into that a little bit, Mel, okay. you had a, a little thing for Chris and I as you, your former co-host and your current co-host. Yeah. So I just wanted, I like, I'm not trying to make this all about me, but I'm totally trying to make this all about me. We love you. No. Make it about that's you. That's what I do. I was waiting not for y'all to start roasting me, but what? Okay. There you go. Um, but I, th I came up with just a few little rando questions and I wanted to see, um, out of the two of you, which one actually knows me? Because I have a feeling neither of you listen to me most of the time. So I just wanted to what? throw it quiz. Yeah, exactly. What's that? <laughs> Sorry, I was just getting. Oh, shut up, shut up. Okay, so I'm going to ask you um, each a few questions. Okay, first question What's my favorite drink aside from tequila? Uh, mushroom tea. <laughs> Chaga mushroom tea. That's pretty good, Chris. I do love my Chaga uh, coffee. I'm going to say uh, red wine with a charcuterie board side. <laughs> Let me reference the last two fucking episodes <laughs> of the podcast for that. JJ, no, I can't believe you don't know what charcuterie is, dude. I can have no right? idea. Still, I'm trying to forget what I've learned about charcuterie boards. Speaking of being aliens on this planet, what the fuck? Chicotery is another word for privilege. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bingo. I love JJ said, I, if you guys haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. I was trying to school JJ on what chicotery boards are. And JJ said, we call those just like snacks, like snack plates. It's a plate of snacks. Yeah. Like that's true. Okay. You're both fucking wrong, by the way. Thank you okay. for knowing me. Mojitos. Duh. Oh. Oh, you're looking at me like <laughs> new news. Oh my God. Okay. Where did I dance on stage with Prince? At the ACC. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I'm just gonna <laughs> <look nice>. I <laughs> was gonna say Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, oh okay. wow. Okay. Where did my fiance work? The police. <sighs> Ooh, close. Crime Stoppers. He worked for Max. Yes. Oh, I was going to say he worked for Max Milk Security. Hey, look <laughs> at you guys. Damn. Okay. Um, what's one of my biggest turn offs? Uh, what's one of my biggest turn? I, I can speak. Uh, what's one of my biggest turn offs for guys? D Dutch oven. Fuck Farts. JJ. <laughs> that is one. Sorry. What, your, the, the things that guys do that turn you off, Mel? Yeah. Uh, you especially now. Fish hook you with dirty hands. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> the mouth thing. Yeah, uh, you do that to Melanie? No. no I mean, fingers uh, in her mouth? In general. You, 
JJ, you remember where I got Gordia from was the finger. Oh, the right. Yeah, I see. Right. OK, okay. you're kind of both right, but you're also kind of both wrong. Good story. Fish pictures. Sorry, Not go back. Right. I, I missed the question. Start again. What turns me off the most with guys, fish pictures and their loud, stupid ass cars. Yeah. Oh, those stupid, loud mufflers. I hate those. If you show up like that, it's over. I'm not. It's actually not a muffler. It's the lack thereof. It's called straight pipes. And uh, normally they have a cardboard spoiler on the back of the car. Cardboard. Nice. Yeah. Welfare and the furious. I just. Wow. (laughs) I just wonder (laughs) how anybody thinks that hot. That's hot. But okay. What kind of animal have I always dreamed of holding? Holding a beaver. No. Um, Do you even know me? Holden? A penguin. A penguin. Yes. A penguin. Watch Penguin Town on Netflix. It's so fucking cute. Um, what's my favorite swear word? Uh cunt. (laughs) No. I'm so great that you said that because I was thinking of JJ. Um, <laughs> I love this so much. Uh, cock meat. <laughs> I actually just learned that tonight. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Shit balls. Shit, shit balls. balls. Shit yes. balls. this. Um, balls of shit. Okay. Who is my mom's favorite singer? Elvis. Yes. What is, <laughs> Beat me what, is, what is my mom's name? Jerry. Uh, JJ, you had that one too. I can tell. Jo- Jolene. Uh, jo- Jolene. Isn't what it is- Jolene? It's Geraldine. Geraldine. Fuck. Yes. But also, but also Jerry. Okay. okay. Uh, what is one of my irrational fears? Totally irrational. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say uh, aging. Oh, that's a good one. But I would but not it's consider a that Melanie because you're ageless. Oh, can we just oh, go there? You got to work oh. with her tomorrow. I can tell. <laughs> TGIF show tomorrow. <laughs> he knows what's up. <laughs> um, yes, that's a huge one. But I would say that's rational because that's like true. It happens. Uh, I would say that uh, the world will fall off its axis and will go plummeting into oblivion. I feel like that's your fear, JJ. Oh, yes. Spiders. <laughs> Spiders. Oh, yes. Terrified. Okay, which celebrity uh, man bun makes me weak in the knees? Momoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus of Nazareth. Um. Uh, oh, okay. I'll ask you this last question. You both should know this. Hmm. Um, what did I do to the white pants? You dyed them brown. <laughs> I'm going to say you dyed them red. <laughs> now, yeah, we talked about this on the show, on both shows. You know. Well, you y'all. I was right. You don't have to say it. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, the poop story. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that? I wanted someone else to say it. Chris, did you know that for seven years I called <laughs> Melanie poopy pants and then on the seventh year she actually pooped her pants? That's what so are the funny. fucking odds? Oh, that? I thought I... the nickname was because of the... No. 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 Seven whole years I was calling her poopy pants. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yes. A total thing. What are the fucking odds? <laughs> uh, Chris, what is there anything you can tell me about Melanie that you've discovered... Oh, boy. ...in the last four years working together? You're like, holy shit... 
this is the same Melanie that worked uh, at Flow. I didn't realize she was <laughs> da, 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 fill in the blank. <laughs> Such an asshole. Um, so, it's just really surprising. I was going to say Melanie's more rock and roll than she gives herself credit for. Oh, uh, wow. in that in that uh, and and the same way that Melanie, you even said you got a little hood in you. You said that to me a few times. <laughs> like I, I do get my rap on and stuff. But like Melanie, it's not so much that she listens to rock and roll, but she does have the. I'm going to say that this is really this is really honest and authentic to myself, Melanie. Okay. But uh, you are more authentic than I thought you were when I first met you. Oh, you are deeper and uh, and more authentic. Uh, and, and the more that time has gone on, uh, Melanie has, uh, I think, gotten more in touch with herself and the things that are more important to actual true happiness than, Aww, than maybe some of the things that initially <laughs> when I first met Melanie that she would think about that would think would make her happy. But I was like, nah, she's got it all wrong. I think I think she's got her wires less crossed now than ever. Um, <laughs> and that's me maturing. <laughs> and so when I say rock and roll, I mean truth and authenticity and being true to yourself. Aw, yes. thanks, lovely. buddy. Very lovely. Really sweet. JJ, do you, you know me. Something? I don't hold any punches. I just say it as it is. Yeah. yeah. Call them no, how you see them. That's nice. great. Uh, well, I think that's a good place to, to wrap it up on a nice high note. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go. I know. I'll go to the back deck and get my high note on. Are, are you? Have you? Note. Have you? Are you smoking as much weed as you used to? I know that you're a, a weed guy. No, you're off. No, I went like all time record. I think the longest that I've gone without weed is like a one week all inclusive in Mexico or like Cuba. You know, because you don't yeah. want you don't want to try and get weed there. No. Um, but uh, and if you do, it's not any good. But um, uh. I think I went two weeks after the baby was born, like just because you're so busy. Yeah. I, th I found out that I smoke weed because I'm bored or because nobody's around and I'm just, you know, do morning radio and the wife's working and I'm hanging out of the house all day yeah. by myself. Well, I might as well just have another one, you know, like uh, and and uh, and so, you know, when I'm busy, um, I don't I don't find the time for it, yeah, um, obviously when things settle down at the end of the day and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, all right, I think I got a window. I think I can sneak out from that deck <laughs> or I can sneak out to the garage. But like when I'm looking after the baby or when I'm today, I was at the dump, I had to do a dump run, you know, our old house, throw all the trash out, take yeah. the couch out, you know, and all that stuff. You know, when I'm, when I'm doing that stuff, I'm not like sitting there going like, Oh, I want to get high. Oh, I want to smoke some weed. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm, it's not, it's not even on. My yeah. Mind. It's not even on my mind. It's when life settles down for a second. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to get high. So <laughs> I feel like I, I think we talked about this before too. Like having a kid changed my drug habits. Like any, not ha like it wasn't habitual, but just right. the habits in general. Like I got, I remember I um, did shrooms mm -hmm. and she was, I don't know, like <clears throat> maybe eight ish at the time. And she got sick. She was with a babysitter, like her grandmother. Mm. I shouldn't say call her a babysitter. Ooh. Her, she was with her grandmother. <laughs> She'd kill me. Um, Jerry. No, the, my, oh, on the other side. Yeah. And she had her for the weekend, but she got sick and she ended up getting a really high fever and she had to go to the hospital. Oh shit. And here I fucking am 
tripping out on shrooms like just like peaking not having a good trip I hadn't done them in a while my girlfriend Debbie and I were doing them we were just like in another space and then I get this call and I'm like I don't know I like ah oh my god because like and I'm panicking about her because you know how much you love your children when you have them now you you know you know Chris there's this like feeling and just terrified and then I'm like how am I going to walk into the hospital and feel normal and like (laughs) if I'm going to freak out in front of her and I swore off it after that I never did any of that stuff anymore I was like always really careful for that reason yeah and I always felt like if there's an emergency how am I going to manage this ever even if she's you know not with me for the weekend if something major happens I need to always kind of be somewhat present sure Yeah. yeah and, and yeah, I mean, with the ganja, I feel like I can deal it's with the baby. Yeah. I can de- deal with a baby emergency on the ganja. But like, that was the one thing is like the due mm-hmm. date was literally days surrounding my birthday. So like, I wanted to do magic mushrooms on my birthday, but I'm like, nope, nope, I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to be high on magic mushrooms when we go into the hospital. And yeah. this is delivering. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's a green alien coming in. But, no. <laughs> Look at uh, the galaxy. Like she's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I made the right choice there for sure. <laughs> Chris, thank you for uh, coming great. on the podcast today, man. Uh, yeah. Can you want to plug your your stuff? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, so the podcast is on hiatus right now because the studio is a mess and I just moved and all that yeah, other stuff. Yeah. Um, my last episode a couple of weeks back was with um, my best friend's dad, who is uh, uh, an indigenous author. He has a three uh, book uh, series and his fourth book is coming out in August. Um, I didn't do a lot of talking. He just did all the talking and I was perfectly happy to sit back and listen. What's uh, his that's name? the latest episode in there. Um, but there's interviews with a lot of Canadian stars um, uh, like uh, John Angus, who's the guitar player from the band, the trues um, the guys from the tragically hip, a couple of them have been on as guests as well. Um, yeah. And a variety of just a good, honest, authentic chats uh, and uh, talk a little drugs, talk a little sex, talk a little rock and roll, a bit of everything. Yes. And uh, yeah, man. So it's called big Chris live Chris with a K K R I S and it's in Spotify, Apple iTunes. And uh, yeah find it and, there. and dean blundell.net oh yeah com. if we get oh com. yeah dot com yeah with, yeah we can't we can't do a podcast together without plugging without mentioning uh, the dean. yeah Mis- we're right. all on the network toys <laughs> uh dean yeah yeah uh, yeah, Chris often says that we're the land of misfit toys, which is pretty yeah. accurate. Um, I was, we were also on his uh, podcast, both JJ and I made uh, an appearance and um, there is uh, a dick episode and yes. that got Chris in trouble with Facebook. So if you want to go back and see it, it's. Oh yeah. That's episode was five or six. <laughs> and let me tell you, Facebook is crushing me now. The algorithm <laughs> is working way against me. Nobody oh, no. sees that. Since that, nobody sees my stuff anymore. So it really yeah. actually, I mean, at the time it felt great and yeah. it felt Sorry, awesome. Buddy. It felt, it felt awesome and rebellious. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, eh, this is really impeding my podcast growth. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes. Cock meat screwed you over. Damn it. Thank you to all our Patreon friends who yes. support us every week on the podcast, yes. every month rather on the podcast. Uh, we know that you uh, could spend your money. But hey, you. if you want to do it weekly, like sure. Yeah, do the thing, man. <laughs> do it up. Uh, we super appreciate you. If you would like to be like them, you can or you yeah. don't have to do whatever the fuck you want. But we'd appreciate it. 
Uh, Patreon.com slash unfiltered JJM. Thank you for uh, comments, likes, the five stars, three, four, and two and one stars. It's okay. Don't bother. Just give us five stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's it for us for a couple of weeks. Uh, please yes. go back and you can binge uh, the former episodes of the podcast. There's not that many up right now, but I promise you over the course of the summer that we're off, um, I'll go back and I'll do some editing and I'll get some of those old episodes um, back. Not all of them. No. Much, but uh, some of the, the really, the really good ones. The top 10. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pick our favorites. So if you right. haven't, we got in trouble for having music. So we got to go yeah. back and fix those. Yeah, you guys got in trouble up. for music. I get in trouble for dicks. I mean, yeah, you can't I mean, stay out of trouble. It's true. We really are misfits. I mean, that's yeah. what, it, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much. There's a show. That's a show. Have a good one. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.